Well, hello, hello, happy Saturday. Welcome to another show of Body of Christ Real Talk with your host, Joseph Brownlee. Welcome to the show. 15 minutes of important uh, topics and subjects. 15 minutes of important topics and subjects going into the 14th minute. Now, for the ones that are just tuning in, I've been doing an expose or explanation on the position of Israel. Not only what's happening in Israel, what should be the reaction and what should be our response as believers, as Christians towards this situation with Israel is what's happening with Israel. Bible prophecy is Israel, the apple of God's eye today, or is Israel God's favorite nation today? Or is that a myth or what? What is it? So let's get into that. If you want to uh, catch up on all that, please go to my last several uh, shows that's dealing with Israel. It's mainly I'm giving you a little uh, little history lesson on Israel when it pertains to the Bible and where I stand and why I believe about what I believe about Israel and why do I come to the conclusion and I think it lies with the word of God why it, Israel today is not the real focus in, on God's eye as far as being a favorite nation today a nation that God is using today or oh, is blessing today and why I stand in that position. Okay, so go back and just check those out. Okay, now what I want to do now, like I've been promising the, la the last few shows, is I'm going to read you a passage, which would be Romans 10. I'm going to read Romans 10, and I'm going to try to explain what's going on with Israel today. Now, the passage I'm reading will explain or confirm what I was saying about why Israel's like they are now. You already know what Israel believes as far as Jesus. The majority of Israel, I would say close to 90% of Israel people do not believe that Jesus is their Messiah and King. They don't believe that. Most of them believe that Jesus did not fulfill that. So Jesus, he could not be, he could not have been the one. Jesus in particular, the one came on earth. That's the position that most religious Jews and people in general and believe uh, and people in general believe in the religious Jews. Uh, that's uh, the Jews of as part of Judaism. They believe in the five books of the Bible and the Old Testament only. They still looking for the coming of the Messiah, whether it's a person or a thing or, a, you know, a nation or whatever. That's what I get from a lot of background when it comes to that. But, you know, uh, the, the, look, the outlook for the coming Messiah, like the Wailing Wall, proves that they don't believe that the Messiah came the first time. They think he, the person that called himself the Messiah or tried to claim to be Messiah, you know, was a failure. He was not, and he was a fraud. They go as far as uh, a lot of them saying that he was a fraud. Now, this is Judaism's outlook on the coming Messiah. So they're anti-Christ. They don't believe in Jesus the Messiah. They don't believe in the term Christian. So therefore, also, they don't, they don't follow the teachings of the Apostle Paul as well. Mainly the Old Testament. So that's what you're going to hear out of mostly a lot of religious Jews and rabbis in there. Okay, so let me read you some why they are blind and why they think this way, because God have blinded them. And I, I like to use the term they have been, they have been put on pause. So nobody is Israel today. The Christians are not replacement Israel. The body of Christ is not replacement Israel. The focus is not on Israel under this dispensation. This is a whole new 
dispensation called a mystery, only revealed to Paul. Has nothing to do with prophecy, has nothing to, nothing to do with the kingdom program, has nothing to do with the millennium kingdom reign of Christ, and has nothing to do with Peter and them, you know, uh, ruling over the 12 tribes of Israel and nothing like that. See, nothing, in other words, it has nothing to do with covenants or testaments or nothing. We're under grace, we're under the program. Uh, called the gospel of the grace of God that was only revealed to the apostles, the apostles to the Gentiles. So right now we are in the times of the Gentiles, not the Jews. Remember that we are in the times of the Gentiles. That's why the majority of everything is owned and controlled by who? Gentiles. I mean, nations and different things like that. Gentiles run the majority of the world now because we're in the time of Gentiles. Now that will change in the future when Jesus will be king over the world and it will be over Jerusalem. But for now, under grace, this is the time of the Gentiles. The Gentiles been in rules for thousands of years now. So they, this is times of the Gentiles, not Israel, not the Jews. Okay, I wanted to run that through. Right now, let me read a passage for you. Okay, we're going to go to Romans. 10 and 1. This is the author, Pastor Paul, uh, spitting out, crying out his desire for Israel to be saved. Now, listen to what I'm saying. This is Paul's cry for Israel to be saved. Going to, and even leading up to the Israel of today, they are not saved. They are not saved. They are not God's they're not God's favorite today under grace, like I just said. They just they are no different than any other nation. And then I'm getting to some details why I think we just uh as Christians, we need to watch that. We we need to really look at our Bible. It's nothing wrong what we're doing, but we need to understand. If you not if you don't believe in the Messiah, or you don't believe Jesus is Lord or the Son of God, God looks at any nation and rejects any nation that don't accept his son for what his son sacrificed and done, including Israel. Israel don't get no brownie points or nothing like that. They cannot choose to just stay in the law and say, we're going to bleed this way. So therefore, God is not using this nation. They're just like dead now, just like a person that's not saved. Israel the same way they did. They don't mean nothing right now at this time in the eyes of God. Okay, so that sounds cold, but according to the Bible and the way God moved through Israel, this is very accurate. Okay, let me read what Paul is saying. Romans 10 and 14, reading. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. See, Israel has a zeal. Even today, zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. What knowledge? Okay, we'll get into that later. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves into the righteousness of God, even today. For Christ is the end of the law. What did that say? Christ is the end of the law. What do Israel, the rabbis especially, practice today? The law, the Torah. You know, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describes the righteousness, which is of the law, that the man which doeth these things shall live by them. But the righteousness, which is of faith, speaketh of the wise. Say not in thine heart who shall ascend into heavens, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Verse eight. But what sect it? 
The word is near thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is in the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, this is not the salvation message. I want to get that out there. This is something that Israel, Israel had had to believe and believe about confessing what they believe about Jesus. Okay. All right. For the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. 12. For there is no difference between, here we go, the Jew or the Greek. The Greek is a Gentile, so just say there's no difference between the Jew or the Gentile. For the same Lord over all is richer to all that call upon him. 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You notice those few verses I just read. That is very important. Israel does not do that even today. Okay, 14. How then shall they call on him and whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom... Uh, they have not heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Okay. Now, I'm going to start right there and I'm going to go to um, 11. And this is what I want you to understand. Let's go to 11. I got, what, six minutes left. Let's go to jump to 11. I wanted to give you a little foundation where I'm going with Israel. What's Israel's position today? Chapter 11, verse 1. I say then, hath God cast away his people, his people being Israel? Be focused on the people is Israel. Okay. I say then hath God cast away his people? God forbid, or of course not. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham and of the tribe of Benjamin. God hath not cast away his people Israel, which he foreknew or foretold. What ye not what the scripture said in the book of Elijah or the book of uh, uh the book uh, or which said uh, Elijah said this, how he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying Lord, have they killed all their prophets and dig down into thy altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my God. But what said the answer of God? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed to the knee of Baal. This is Elijah crying about that. He felt that he was the only one serving God, but God had to let him know there is a, a remnant of Israel. There's a remnant of Jews and followers that follow me. Several thousand that still follow me. Even today. That's why I say even Israel, there's going to be that remnant of the little flock Jesus called that's going to follow God, even going into the last day that is of Israel. Their eyes will be open. Let's go to 12. Now, if the fall of them be richness, now I'm 11 and 12. Now, if the fall of them be the richness of the world, and the continuing diminishing, diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness, okay? 13, for I speak to you Gentiles. Now, Paul is speaking to the Gentiles, now the other nations, and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. If by any means I may provoke to you emulation, them which are my flesh and might save some of them. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but the life of the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. Pay attention to the word branches. Branches are Israel. Remember, branches symbolically is talking about Israel. 17. And if some of the branches Israel be broken off, thou being a wild olive tree wert grafted in. Okay, I'm going to have to continue this in the next show. But remember, the branches is Israel. The original branches is Israel, symbolically. Okay. And 
the wild tree or the olive, wild olive tree being grafted in is the Gentiles. Now, it's going to explain how was that able to happen. OK, so if some of the branches be broken off, which is Israel and thou, in other words, you all, which is Gentiles, being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them and with them partakers of the root and fatness of the olive tree. In other words, the branches Israel was grafted off. God pulled them off because of their, dis, uh, their, uh, their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. And that made room for the Gentiles to be added in. Not the body of Christ, but the Gentiles. That means the doors would be open for the Gentiles to be saved through the teachings of Paul. This is all he's saying. The, the branches of Israel, just look at the tree. We have a tree. The original branches is the original leaves or the fruit, whatever fruit it is. That fruit is not growing and it's dying. The dead fruit tree. So God cannot use it. He pulls it off. So he adds another branch, the olive tree, with the, uh, the Gentiles on. And that's what we in the times of the Gentiles now. 18. So boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. Will thou say then the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in? Well, because of unbelief, like I just said earlier, unbelief. This is the only reason the Gentiles was grafted in. Praise God for that, because the, Jew, the Jews stubborn and stiff neck and their unbelief, which they still hold today. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off and thou standest by faith. Be not high minded, but fear. For if God spare not the natural branches, take heed lest he also spare not thee. I'm going to stop right there, then I'm going to get right back into it in continuation. This is very important to understand in the next episode of Body of Christ Real Talk. God bless you. Peace out.